0: Welcome to the Well and Wealthy podcast with your host, Alicia McPherson. How to stop waking up from 2 to 4 a.m. every morning. So, this episode is going to be quick little tips that are going to make a massive difference as someone who has gone through when I was going through burnout and high stress situations. I would wake up very consistently from 2 to 4 a.m. every morning. Sometimes I could get myself back to sleep. A lot of times I was awake, I was awake. We're starting the day and I'll notice if I if I go into states of overstimulation, that's my first warning sign is, hey, you're waking up 2 to 4 a.m. We got to get some things in check. So very quick episode today on the Easiest strategies you can implement to nip this in the bud. So waking up at a regular time, even on the weekends. Okay, often my clients will wake up at, let's say, 6, 7, 8 during the week. And then the weekend, they sleep to 9, 10, 11, 12. This does disrupt your circadian rhythm. It is much more ideal to try, 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 try. Wake up on the weekends relatively the same hour. So we have a routine right now where we wake up at 5 a.m., 5.15. I go work for two hours and then Kirk works out. And I notice on weekends, if we sleep till eight, then we had my friend over last weekend and we're up a little bit later watching Christmas movies. And when... We slept in a little bit more the next day and then the Monday was so hard to fall asleep at a decent hour But also wake up at a decent hour. So you want to try to keep it as consistent as possible I mean if you're really sleep deprived then ideally, you know getting the sleep catch-up on weekend is going to be better but if you're getting the regular seven eight nine hours throughout the week I I like eight hours, 45 minutes. That's my ideal state. Do I always get that? No, but I'm most optimized when I have that. So if you're getting regular sleep, and, and some of you can function perfectly fine off of six hours, like optimized at six hours, then on the weekends, try to keep it as consistent to your morning. and and go to bedtime on the weekends as possible and there's obviously going to be variations in this if you've got a wedding in the summer you know stay up late and enjoy the wedding If you got a party in the winter Christmas holidays there's going to be days where it's not possible but the consistency is what we're looking for here not the perfection. Okay, so when you wake up, you ideally want to get access to natural sunlight as much and as fast as possible. So can you get outside and just spend a few moments looking, like just closing your eyes and looking into the direction of the sun or just being close to sunlight so it can get access to your eyes that's going to be amazing in the winter it's a little bit more difficult so turn on the lights right try to get your house as lit as possible when you wake up that's going to help regulate the circadian response so that you you have a healthy cortisol melatonin balance Ideally, cortisol is going to spike in the morning and then it's going to fall throughout the day and allow you to fall asleep. And melatonin is going to rise when the cortisol is low, allowing you to fall and stay asleep. So that natural sunlight in the morning is going to help regulate that. Now you also wanna do regulation techniques throughout the day. So stress shakes where you're just shaking, like just shake your body out, is going to be very, very helpful. You might've noticed in some situations when you've been really stressed, when I get really stressed, I will get really cold and shake. So these shakes throughout the day can just help regulate your nervous system because that's what my body is doing when I'm getting a heightened cortisol response or you know something scary. It often happens after surgery. When someone comes out of surgery, they might have uncontrollable shakes because they just went through something traumatic. If someone's been in an accident, then let's say a car accident or, you know, something that is life threatening, then you'll notice their body start trembling after and it's the body's way of ending that stress cycle. So throughout the day, can you just jump and shake it out, shake it out, shake it out. And it it can only be 10, 15 seconds. The, The time length isn't that important. It's just that you are doing it throughout the day. Humming. Right, hum into your favorite swift song could be wildly successful the double inhale exhale technique is one of my favorite so breathe in through your nose and then another inhale through your nose And then big exhale out your mouth. These are so quick. I love meditation. I love hypnotherapy. I love deep subconscious work. I love looking at core stress wounds and my activations throughout the day. But these take time, right? Sometimes my my sessions on working with myself and through things are hours. So these quick techniques, these three here are quick. They're so fast that you can add into your day. So you want to have regulation and grounding techniques throughout your day. Okay, no phone before bed. I don't think I can preach this one enough because I know you're all doing it. So, have your partner take yours. That's what I have to do because I have an addiction. I love my job. I love my work. My team is on different time zones. So, I like to be there for them if if they need something. The clients are on different time zones. I get new ideas. So, I, I can be a little bit of a workaholic. And so, he needs to pry the phone out of my hands. I also am learning Spanish on Duolingo, so I'll sometimes be playing that into the night. So he has to take my my phone. You need to have a solid nighttime routine so that your body knows cortisol is winding down, melatonin rising, we got to get ready for bed. Now, most likely you will need some sort of adaptogen. So adaptogens are supplements, often herbs, that will help your body adapt to stress. Now, I'm not going to name some adaptogens because what you all tend to do is just go buy all of them (laughs) and I want to be responsible here because there are supplements that do not match your phase of adrenal issues and I don't want to be the reason why your stress response gets worse because you took the wrong supplement when you really needed a cortisol raising instead of a cortisol lowering. But I will do an adaptogen whether it's ashwagandha to lower cortisol or... Licorice to raise cortisol, right? These supplements can really help your body build stress resiliency, helping you cope through stress and move through stressful situations. Now, lavender is a very grounding supplement, herb, but also a supplement for either cortisol that's high or low, depression, anxiety. It's amazing. I love magnesium, B-complex, vitamin C, but really it does depend on where you're at in that stress response. Now, you also need to work on techniques to lower and quiet the overstimulation. So this is what's going on, is your body and your brain and your mind and your thoughts, everything is overstimulated. We are constantly being exposed to things at, at a faster rate than ever, whether it's social media, whether it's traffic, work deadlines, conflicts with people, it's consistent, it's constant, and it's very overwhelming. You've got talks of recessions and wars and pandemics and elections and cancel culture like there's so much happening all the time the drama is real and then we go and watch reality shows where there's even more drama like we are so overstimulated and then you've got lights and blue lights and environmental issues like we are a hot in inflamed overstimulated mess so We're moving so quickly that the brain is just trying to absorb everything and it might have a hard time shutting off. Even when we're not working, we're thinking about it, right? When a situation is wrapped up, we're evaluating things we could have done differently, conversations with people that probably should have went a different way. So this is when that that subconscious work is really beneficial. Hypnotherapy, meditation, visualizations, active rewiring so that you are calm and calm and calming down this is what we call building stress resiliency so that triggers that you have in your life maybe it's a dirty house maybe it's traffic maybe it's a deadline maybe it's a friend is driving you nuts maybe it's a kid that's driving you nuts we want to shift our perception of them so we are so calm through these situations and yes it's possible like that's my main goal with my stress response is for things to happen and then I'm going to get activated. I'm a human, but then check myself. Like, Why did that happen? Why did I react like that? Is there a trigger I need to work on? Is there a way to perceive this better so I have more compassion for things? And I know I've been doing a good job on this. So I, I take my, my business and, and our client's experience, I, I take it very seriously, like so unbelievably seriously. I I care about the trainings I do. I care about the PowerPoints and and all of it. And I, I take it seriously. And so when Kirk came into the business, this, this guy couldn't even open a computer. Okay. When he started. So when he came into the business, there was some errors that he was making. And as I started to trust him more and more, and then he'd make another error and I would get really upset about it because I, I had this, you know, this thought, if you've listened to my other podcast, I talked about the, um, what episode was it i think it was five surprising stressors potentially but i talked about being being f- fearful of not being liked and being unlovable and feeling unworthy so that was this core stress mood so anytime he would screw up i would think they're going to hate me like this is my image this is my face they're going to hate me and i get really upset about it whereas now so the other day i was running a live training tons of people had paid and invested and I really wanted to show up for them and create a really special training. And I'm on live and I'm teaching and all of a sudden Kirk's face, his face pops up on the screen in front of all these people. So he had clicked the link to check in on me to make sure I was okay. But instead he forgot to turn his camera off. So he popped up and his, his face was just there out of nowhere. And he didn't really notice at first. So he was kind of looking around all confused. And I was like, hi Kirk in front of hundreds of people. And I think a a year ago, even I would have been, what were you thinking, man? Like all these people are there watching and, you know, they're going to think that's so unprofessional. And what were you doing? They're going to think we're a joke. They're not going to like me. I would have created an entire storyline out of it. And this time I just, I laughed and I said, that was so funny, right? That you just popped up out of nowhere. And, you know, it was funny. I gave him a lot of compassion and humor. And he said, I didn't know how you were going to react because I think you would have been upset with me in the past you know, with the potential of ruining our client's experience, which was just a a storyline I was telling. Like now I know most people, you know, are are going to be impacted by that or affected by that at all. It'll be totally fine. Right. And that's the people I want to attract into my world is they allow for humans to be human and, and they get to give themselves permission to be humans too. I think that's really, really special. So, I just laughed it off and said, yeah, I know, I think a year ago I would have been upset, but you know, now I've, I've worked a lot on that coding, and I, I think it's funny. You obviously didn't mean to do that. It was a mistake, and you know what, we, what you did wrong, and it, it wasn't like you were trying to harm their experience. We apologized and kept going, so it's fine. So that was a technique I, I had done to take myself from overstimulation because I would have created an entire storyline out of that. And really, the situation was only, he clicked the link, he popped up on the screen and then he left and that was it. But I would have created a storyline of no one likes me, I just screwed up, they're all going to think that they wasted their money. This is awful. No one likes me. My business has gone to shit. <laughs> right? That's the storyline I would have taken for sure. And I've been able to rewrite that and have more acceptance for myself so that I I give myself permission to have human moments. I give my team to have permission to have human moments and clients right and it gives us that safe space to not have to get so overstimulated or worked up if if things don't go the way that we want it to all right so these are the core tips that i have done myself that have helped me fall asleep easily and sleep successfully through the night and wake up rested i hope that they're able to help you too And of course, if you're looking for help to lose weight, you want support, you want expert guidance, then I'm happy to invite you to book a complimentary consult with my team. I'll leave the link in the notes and you can book that assessment call to see what's going on, why you're not able to lose this weight, maybe what lingering health concerns you have. And then we will be able to give some actionable steps and maybe see if some of the things that we offer can potentially help you. All right. I will talk to you soon.